What if I told you that you were about to listen to another wrestling podcast? No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 This is the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we discuss the ins and outs and everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling. From the independent scene to NXT, all the way to the main events of the WWE. Our thoughts, our perspectives, and our predictions on the biggest topics and breaking news in all of pro wrestling. If it's happening, we're talking about it. Shut the hell up! This is the not another wrestling podcast here are your hosts sean mcchesney and cj palmasano all right let's get to it episode number 17 we are close to the road to wrestlemania this weekend and 20 episodes. God, we got to start recording more. Of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast, Sean McChesney. CJ Palmasano. All your hosts. Like CJ said, we are on the road to WrestleMania, a few days away from the Royal Rumble, NXT TakeOver Phoenix. We're going to spend a huge portion of the show talking about that today. We're going to be talking about possible NXT call-ups or cameos, however you want to put it. Um, talk about surprise entrances in the Royal Rumble. Of course, our predictions for both the Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver Phoenix to come at the end of the show, our thoughts on the build-up to both shows and all that and more. We're going to discuss a little bit of AEW wrestling. They have a little bit of business to take care of this week, mm-hmm. CJ. Uh, we will know what that is very soon, hopefully. Uh, and why don't we start with that? Um, all Elite Wrestling, so of course they are getting off the ground. They're getting ready for that huge show at the MGM Grand Arena in Las Vegas, four months away, May 25th, Memorial Day weekend. Um, and... Apparently, the Young Bucks are on their way to Las Vegas to check out the arena. Um, They're going to release ticket information very soon. At the time of this recording, uh, as of last night, Matt and Nick Jackson were tweeting that they're going to be going to Las uh, Las Vegas today, take a look at the arena. And uh, over an Instagram post, uh, Nick was having a little fun with a fan saying, yo, is Kenny going to be in the Rumble? He's like, (laughs) well, because you asked, yes, he's going to legally violate his contract and go work for another company. And another fan comment on his post says, like, why don't you answer some competent fans, man? And Nick saying to that fan that apparently double or nothing tickets will be a little more expensive than all in tickets but overall still affordable you also have to look at where they're going to be having the event yeah so it makes a ton of sense for tickets to go up a little bit but yeah you know it does sound like the business is being taken care of you mentioned off mic that cody rhodes had a meeting in miami yeah no, nothing's too specific about that again the AEW stuff is going to be pretty pretty uh pretty short it's going to be heavy wwe today but, over, yes. but overall cody uh posted on his instagram story um saying meeting done um, thank you, Miami, or some, something of that. He was in a hotel room. He went out, went out to a balcony, and he had a drink in his hand. So speculation of what that could have been. That could have been maybe they're trying to plan a show in Miami. Maybe they're working on a TV deal. Maybe they're, um, you know, it could be the possible Ring of Honor New Japan meeting. Maybe they're meeting again. We don't know because the reports that those meetings were were done, but we don't know. Again, we're just reporting it because... Could have possibly been a meeting with Impact Wrestling because we heard speculation on that yeah, partnership. That's, that's possible. I mean, Impact, they are based out of Florida, right? 
I think Toronto. Oh, they're based out of Toronto now because Don Callis. So. I could be totally wrong on this, but they, I know there they, was a time they were based out of Florida. Yes, I know they used to be uh, in Florida, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's just just speculation where we think it could go. Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's a lot of speculation, obviously, and you know, with the young bucks in Vegas, you know, hopefully, a lot of information probably on the next episode of Being the Elite, uh, a lot more information will be released in regards to Double or Nothing, as well as where all Elite Wrestling will be going moving forward, because. It's not just about the one event, CJ. It's about everything that happens next. So, for example, mm-hmm. at the press conference, they announced they are going to have an event in Jacksonville. No details were discussed, but after Double or Nothing, there will be an event in Jacksonville. We don't know what that is. You know, we don't know if it's you know the first episode of the TV deal. We don't know if it's another pay per view. You know, no. It- and if you don't have too much to say, don't really say it. You know, yeah. wait till everything is planned out. It's it's not fun to be like you know oh. Here, here we go. We're gonna we're, we have some stuff planned out, and stay tuned. Which Cody Rhodes is a big uh, proponent of that he hates. Stay tuned for the next chapter. Uh, he's like, don't say anything unless unless you have something. Right. And I love that because if you don't really have, if you if you don't really know what's going on, then you shouldn't say anything. When you have something, say it. It's like, um, you know, you got a big match planned. Like looks like Cody's a big match plan on the Indies, and he's going to face someone like, um, I don't know, uh, Jimmy Havoc. He's the first person that came to mind. He's been popping up all over YouTube lately. Right. Um, and he's been, it's, it's the first time ever. And I'm not sure if Jimmy and, and Cody have had a match together, but it's like, you know, at uh, in Toronto, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, this, you know, first time ever, Cody Rhodes versus Jimmy Havoc. You know, he's not going to be like, oh, stay tuned, might be a big announcement. Maybe he'll say big announcement. But even if he says big announcement coming later today, he always has something. It's not like he says big announcement and then he says nothing. Right. You always got to have something planned. Exactly. And actually, while we're on AEW Wrestling, I just, I read something and I told you as you walk through the door today, there are reports that Dolph Ziggler has turned down a WWE offer to re-sign with the company. Yeah, I read that too. you know, there's speculation on where Dolph Ziggler's next chapter is. Could be New Japan, could be Ring of Honor, could be All Elite Wrestling. And... You know, we talked about this last week, CJ. If that's the case and he signs with them, you know, you look at a signing like Chris Jericho, how big of a signing that was. Dolph Ziggler could be just as big for that company. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a uh, one of the most popular stars in WWE as far as a mainstream appeal. And, um, I mean, I think Ziggler would thrive. He is close friends with Cody. Uh, another thing is that along with the Revival requesting their release, uh, there were reports that Mike and Maria Canellis requested their release yep. too. Uh, Maria quickly uh, denied these rumors uh, as soon as the reports came out. Not so much on Mike's end, but then there were the same. Uh, I think believe the Dirty Sheets reported it. Yeah, believe saying Ringside News reported Dolph's one. Okay, and then uh, Dirty Sheets were saying that you know they're replying to Maria's uh, denial. Uh, they they were saying something like, to be fair, there were plenty of reports of them being uh, uh, unhappy and dissatisfied. Which that doesn't surprise very, me. For very, I, I'm of course. I mean, you look at the debut that they got, like with an awesome ring entrance, uh, entrance theme, and then you know, Canales just jobs to Sami Zayn. It does nothing. And after then that. does absolutely nothing. To be fair, though, he lost half his character for a year. 
Yeah, but then there was also but even when she came back, there was thing. also personal things going on. Like Maria got pregnant, and then she took time off, and right. then Mike was dealing with a battle with uh, painkillers. Right. Um, so personal things were getting in the way, but those things happened after their terrible booking. And there were also reports saying that like he they offered him an NXT contract, and he refused that, and he says, "No, I'm a main roster guy," and I believe like you know so they gave it to them, but. They should have went to NXT. I and agree. Other things, and the other ones, what big one we talked about last week was the revival. The revival apparently have been denied their request, and which means they'll have to finish out their contract, which, which I think expires is in 2020. Yeah, and that's and that's really gonna suck. That's I've heard I've heard rumors and reports. I don't know how much I believe this that they are gonna be getting a push now, following the fact that they wanted to leave. Again, I don't know how much of that I believe, and only I mean, time it, will tell. It makes sense because they they don't want to lose them. Then they'll push them and yeah. they'll put the tag titles on them, and then maybe that'll change their mind. Maybe, maybe I don't know. They'd have to do a lot for them to change their minds about leaving. Oh, uh, at this point, no and doubt. It, anyway, um, the big reason apparently they did this right after their match with Lucha House Party. Oh, they walked previous, right up in the back. They, and they, said, we're they done. were in their gear and they requested their release, and the reason for is because of the how the tag division have not gotten the proper respect yeah. on Raw. Uh, and even and even uh, saying how Bobby Roode and Chad Gable are the tag team champions and they weren't even featured on the show. Yeah. So it's not just like, it's not just them that they... You know, oh, they're they, speaking for everybody. They're speaking for the whole tag division as a whole and that's great because because it's true. The Raw tag division has been terrible for like the past... Terrible is too nice of a word I, to say. I, I want to say like almost two years. For about yeah. for about two years. And honestly, you can make the case that the best part of the tag team division only featured four people over the last year. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, those are the best tag matches on Raw, and they only happened for about a month. Yeah, and you make the case, and obviously with Roman Reigns with the Universal Championship, when Braun Strowman was the heel, that all the singles championships on Raw were featured in one rivalry. All the championships were featured on one yeah. rivalry. Every single championship, every men's championship, you had the was you know, in one rivalry. Yeah, you had the Universal Championship with Roman and Seth with the IC title, McIntyre and Ziggler with the tag titles. All you needed to add was Ronda and Alexa Bliss in the mix, and bam, you've got one a horrific <laughs> storyline. <laughs> but anyway, <coughs> yeah, the revival were, were denied their release, and the reports of you know that they're not releasing anybody um, after uh, WrestleMania, like they like normally they're, do. they're not going to be releasing people. Um, so if anything, people have to wait out to their contracts. Guys like Ziggler and Nakamura and Gallows and Anderson, their contracts are expiring. Apparently, and they're all rumored to be jumping ship. Which is a good thing. Good but, thing for that. But another thing they could possibly do is they could freeze contracts. Oh, yeah. They've done this to talent before. Um, they, like, if they're not really doing much with you, and that could be a thing for, like, guys like Gallows and Anderson. Like, let's say they got a week left in their contract. And then uh, Gals and Ash are like, all right, good brother, we got we got one week left, and then we can do what we want. And then they're like, since we don't have much creative plans for you, we're actually going to freeze your contract. And they could freeze it for like five years. Yeah. And they have to continue that. And then they unfreeze it, then they have that one, like, and that really sucks. Oh, it's selfish. They but... did that to Daniel Bryan. They did that, they did that to Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So again, that 
um, that really sucks. Yeah, no doubt. And the worst part is they can't do anything about it because when when you say, I mean, you you think of it. I wouldn't say they would freeze it, you know, with one week to go. But like you think about it, maybe a month or two left to go, and all of a sudden, you know, you look at the guys like the revival, like, hey, we're gonna freeze your contracts now. You know, you're not going anywhere. First of all, I don't know why you would want to do that to town anyway because they're just gonna go out there. They're not gonna want to be. They there. They're not gonna give their best for you. They sign people. A lot of the time, so other people don't have them. Like they signed Jim Ross to a part-time contract for appearances for WWE to make appearances, do commentary, and he's done like, I think they did that in 2017. He did that at, for Taker's match against Roman 33. He did that for Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate at NXT Takeover Chicago. He did the May Young, Cla- Young Classic, May, first May Young Classic. And other than that, I can't remember anything else Ross has done. I think that's it. And then you know, because Ross, because he was also doing. Stuff for New Japan on Access TV. Yeah, so it, it's a matter of signing people just to have just them. to have them, and then not use them so other people can't have them. Which is not the greatest business decision in the world. No, if you if you have somebody and they're making waves in in the in the industry and they're popular, um, then why would you hold them down if you're not going to use them again? That's just selfish. Because again, I, we talked about this last week. I do believe that Vince considers AEW to be a concern and a possible threat down the line, the last thing he needs is after WrestleMania, a lot of his guys that he didn't use to be jumping ship and making names for themselves somewhere else. I mean, if he wasn't concerned, why would he deny the re- oh, no, revival? I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. that's what I'm saying. Like, like, why would you deny the revival their, their release if you're not doing anything with them? Yeah. That's just stupid. No, I, I agree with you 100%, but I do think that's the way he thinks. And and there are a lot of reports all the time that Vince is always watching. A lot of people are like, oh, Vince doesn't care about everything else. That's totally false because he's always paying attention and he's always watching. You know, I listened to uh, to Jericho's podcast the other day about how he signed with AEW. And there I was still a, have to listen to that. Uh, it's, a, it's a really good one. It's really the only one he's done solo, but it, it was, I think, like an hour and a half. But it's basically the whole story. Of how he got there, it was, you know, how he got to Wrestle Kingdom against Omega, how it was supposed to be a one-off, and then he attacked Naito the next night, and Vince called him saying, what the hell, I thought this was supposed to be a one-time thing. So, the bottom line of that story is Vince is paying attention, Mm -hmm. always. The fact that he came out and attacked Naito, and then Vince is like, I thought this was a one-time thing, and he goes, well, it's supposed to be, there might be something down the line, and then he signed a three-match deal with New Japan continued up with them and I, he even said in his offer in his podcast he still wants to work with New Japan a little bit. So he, he said that too. He said that um I think with Busted Open Radio. Yeah. I I think he was talking to Dave LaGreca and he says that you know he wa- still wants to work with New Japan. He actually wants to compete for the IWGP World hi- World Title. Yeah. That'd be a really cool match Tanahashi and and Jericho. Well, I remember Cody Rhodes saying after the All Elite press conference that a lot of these guys are going to be able to do their other things, and Jericho being one of them, saying he'll oh, yeah. be able to do the cruise. And jo- Joey Janela, I mean, he does a big... He does the ma- spring break stuff. Yeah, Joey Janela's spring break he for the past few years. He mentioned he'll be able to still continue to do that, so a lot of these wrestlers who will be signed exclusively to All Elite Wrestling will have a little bit of you know leeway to go and do other things. And especially because Cody Rhodes probably thinks, all right, Chris, you're going to do the cruise, and you're going to have All Elite Wrestling on the cruise. I mean, it's pretty much a no-brainer at that yeah, point. Yeah, makes sense. 
pretty much a no-brainer. And you probably think that Ring of Honor, New Japan will be invited back on. Impact will probably be invited back on as well. Mm -hmm. You think about the second cruise that probably happens two, three years from now, it's definitely going to be better than the first one. Oh, yeah. I mean, you saw the success of how well the first one went. It's going to be even bigger than the last one. Absolutely. So, yeah, when it comes to All Elite Wrestling, you know, again, not really much to discuss today. Just a lot of speculation about what's going on in Vegas. What was Cody Rhodes doing in Miami? What kind of meetings were they having? You know, how much more information are we going to get uh, in the next couple of weeks? How soon will the tickets go on sale for for our double or yeah, nothing? Absolutely. Yeah, people I know have already started booking flights and hotel rooms. They're going. It's just a matter of them getting tickets now. Um, so why don't we jump ship to the WWE big weekend coming up? It's NXT Takeover. Royal Phoenix. Rumble weekend. Royal Rumble weekend. It's a big one this year. They're promoting this as the biggest one ever. It's going to be a Chase Field. Probably about forty thousand people are going to be there. I love that the past few years <laughs> that WWE have gone all out with the big four. Well, now big five pay per views. It's there's still make, more going out for the big four. I know, but but still they they treat money money in the bank is it, it's a big now it's a big five. Money in the bank is getting they, there. They don't get as big of the treatment like Royal Rumble access. May, and all that maybe, stuff. but still it's but it's, I get it's what you're con- saying. It's considered a big five. It now. is because you have the takeover the following you take over the night before like all the other big ones do Mm -hmm. you know they treat it like a big deal because it kind of leads into a star becoming a world champion all that stuff and you really think about money in the bank too and i didn't mean to get off topic when they made the pay-per-view in 2010 we were like why do we even bother taking this match off WrestleMania? You're taking that away from so yeah, many but, people. But now, it, but you look nine years later. It the makes success it's it had. makes sense. Like I, I've said before on this, that, that uh, all the gimmick pay per views, Money in the Bank makes the most most sense because yes. it's similar to a Royal Rumble that it gets someone a title opportunity and different where they can. It's not just like they win the Royal Rumble and they have a match against the champion they're choosing at WrestleMania. No, they have a guaranteed title opportunity that they can interrupt the match insert themselves in the match or get the other person disqualified and cash it like you know there's a lot of different avenues but anyway it's cool to see uh the royal rumble have a big weekend and like similar to mania similar to SummerSlam. you know it's gonna be fun I and mean, they're in a big stadium this year just like they were two years ago yeah forty thousand people expected so you chase can, field so you can see like the royal rumble pay-per-view is uh getting bigger and bigger. i mean philadelphia they had it last year wasn't I mean, not as big as the Alamo Dome, but still. Philly's a big crowd, though. Philly's a big crowd, but uh, having it in uh, Chase... Uh, Chase Field. Ch- Chase Field, sorry. Having it Chase Field this year, you said, like, probably going to be like 60,000 people plus. They're saying 40,000, but I'm like, unless they don't plan on filling up the field, it's got to be more than that. I would... I mean, they have to... They have to do something. They, they have, have to fill, to fill up the, something. On they the have field. to fill the floor. Yeah, they have to. You you kind of look at like let's picture like the Greatest Royal Rumble or a Super Showdown. How they didn't fill up the whole floor, but they filled up some of it. That's what I'm expecting on Sunday. I'm expecting okay. a large gap on the field because if they're only promoting forty thousand people, that means okay, they're filling up the majority of the stadium, but they're really not doing anything with the floor, which I think is ridiculous. I think they got to fill the floor. Um, otherwise, I think it's just going to look off kilter. I also heard, and we talked about this, apparently the entrance ramp is going to be the Arizona Diamondbacks dugout. Yeah, I've heard that too. Which I don't know how they're going to go about that unless they put the big screen on top of the dugout, but they leave the dugout visible, and that's where they're going to come out from. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see on Sunday, but that's apparently the big rumor, which, again, I don't know why that makes sense considering you have a giant scoreboard in center field with a fence there. You could just enter through that, but... Disregard. Anyway, 
Big weekend coming up. Big matches, of course. The Women's Royal Rumble, the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, we talked about this as well, and I kind of want to leave with this. Not as much promotion for the Women's Royal Rumble yes. as the Men's Royal Rumble. But The, if, o- the but, only favorite, sorry to cut you off, that is, seems to be is Charlotte. <laughs> yes. But the big news in the Women's Royal Rumble is Alexa Bliss is finally cleared to compete. She will be in the match on Sunday. And we've been talking about this since her concussion in, I believe, October. This is a big deal, you know. We're glad that it didn't have to go to anything drastic like retire early retirement or mm-hmm. she'd be on the shelf for a year or two, whatever. It's glad to finally have the confirmation that she's cleared and she'll be back in the ring Sunday. That's very good for Lexa Bliss. You know, it was looking pretty pretty bad for her. You know, at one point, you know, the concussions and then like after a match Ronda, she was like losing feeling in her arm or it's just gonna be glad to see her back in the women's back just back wrestling in general because she still is a very popular uh, figure on Raw to the point mm-hmm. you know, even though she wasn't wrestling for a while, WWE still used her. And I just hope that this means we don't get to see any more Moment of Bliss segments. I hope not. I really hope we don't see any and more And that's those. really not any fault to her. I, no, I knew the segment would fail as soon as we heard it was going to happen. Just, it's just they wanted to use her, and she's great on the mic. It's simple as that. Right. She was in charge of the women's division for two weeks, and Corbin got fired, and that was the end of that. Yeah. But we'll... we'll uh, I would have liked her better in that role, personally. Yeah, as a general manager role, but then they're like, no, we need more McMahon. Damn it. Like, so... Anyway, yeah, Alexa Bliss is back. Will she get um, the biggest pop on Sunday in that match? I don't think so. No? Well, she'll get a pretty big pop because, you know, they're, they'll they get excited. But I think we were talking about this a little off mic that it would have been it would have been more exciting if... Uh, if she just came out of nowhere. Just, if she just, like, a number was getting count down and then there she was. Yeah. Like, that reaction would have been more But like I better. said to you off mic, I think the reason that they didn't do that is because she's not going to win this Royal Rumble. Probably. Like, it... it her chances probably slim to none. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled a swerve on us like that because the favorite right now, the I, big I one think, is Charlotte. I, I think she has a chance to make it to, like, the final three, final uh, she'll four. Be, she'll be in the mix, yes. I think she'll be in the last last few girls in the match. I absolutely agree <laughs> with that. But, again, I think it's one of those things that Charlotte is such a big favorite in the Rumble. It's like when we did our New Japan predictions, how Naito was such a big favorite over Jericho. To me, it almost seemed like he's not going to win the match. That's kind of my get-go on this as well. I'm still picking Charlotte to win, spoil my pick, but I do have that feeling that they could swerve us and then be like, okay, now what? Hmm. Sort of thing. But again, I do think Charlotte is a big favorite. I think she will win the Royal Rumble, and that's uh, that's my belief of why they announced on Monday that she's cleared and she'll be in the match. But other than that, really, not big, not big promotion on the Women's Royal Rumble. Like you said, they've really been building this around Charlotte. No, but, but um, a few other notes that happened on Raw. I mean, um, uh, the opening segment was with uh, Lesnar, Heyman, Vince, Braun Strowman, and, and Finn, Finn Balor. And Finn Balor, and um, pretty much all of them saying that they don't believe Finn will beat Brock Lesnar, <laughs> which led to a pretty fun match with Strowman and Finn, and where Brock just interrupted the match and suplexed Finn outside of the ring where the referee did not call a disqualification. It wasn't until Brock got in the ring and attacked Finn that he called the disqualification bell. I don't know. You need to hire some better refs. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, that's a lot of people have said how, uh, oh, the demon should come out. I'm like, the demon's not coming out. The demon's not coming out because here's the reason why. Vince wants to protect the demon character. And if it was bad enough that Brock Lesnar won the universal title of Crown Jewel. It's bad enough that happened. If Finn Balor comes out as the demon and Brock Lesnar beats Finn Balor as the demon, like, people will lose their, their freaking minds. They'll lose their minds and... 
Like you thought hashtag cancel WWE Network was bad <laughs> when when Roman won the Rumble in 2015. It'll, it'll be not I don't think as bad, but pretty bad. Like in kayfabe terms, yes, the demon makes all the sense in the world for him to come out. Because really, that's the only way he's got a chance yes, to beat Brock. Yes, but Finn's not gonna put Finn over Brock. He's not gonna do it. I mean, it's we're we're, we're lucky enough that he's. That we're getting to see a Finn Balor Brock Lesnar match, and it's going to be really fun. Right, we never thought we'd see it. No, it, we never thought we'd see it, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see it. It's one of the probably out of all this, out of all like the other than the Royal the Rumble matches, it's probably the one match I'm looking forward to the most. Surprisingly, a Brock Lesnar match you're looking forward to, and I agree with you because yeah. <laughs> again, you look at the match with AJ, you look at the match with Daniel Bryan. Finn Balor has a lot of similarities to both those guys, which makes me believe that this match is going to hit it out of the park. Literally, yeah, I think so. Unintended. It's all. <laughs> You know, it's possible it could be the best match of the night. Possibly, because again, I, for whatever reason, these guys know how to get great matches out of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And of course, the first ten minutes will be Finn Balor getting his ass kicked all over the all over the baseball stadium. But somewhere, that's, that's how the AJ and uh, Brian match. Started. Absolutely, but somewhere down the line, Finn's going to build up some momentum, and then it's going to turn into a back and forth encounter. You could probably expect Finn to kick out of maybe two to maybe possibly three F fives. I doubt match. it. Maybe one I'd F5. Say, I say one. I give him two. Just just to get the crowd on their feet. I give him two. But the my point here is at some point this will turn into a back and forth encounter and Brock Lesnar will go into another gear that the fans actually appreciate. You saw it with AJ, saw it with Daniel Bryan, and I think you're gonna see it again. I mean, Sunday. here's the thing, when Brock actually works at a match. It, he can put on a good match. He's he's a good wrestler. Like it's similar to Orton, where like if he's into something and if he and he likes and he likes doing what he's doing, like in the match, he'll he'll put on a good one. I mean yep. him, I mean I thought him and Roman in thirty one, the like Roman getting his ass kicked, and the bill. I thought that was a really good match. Yeah, you know, um, him and Taker had it a, was a great a good, ten minutes. I'll say that him and Taker had a good match at SummerSlam and Hell in a Cell. Yeah. When, t- when Lesnar's into something, he can actually put on a good match. You can make the argument of the triple threat with Cena and Rollins that the Royal Rumble was good. Yeah. I would say that's mostly because of Seth Rollins. Oh, you no, know, absolutely. But, but still. But the, still, the point is, he, when, when he's into something like he was with Seth Rollins, which also makes me believe down the line in the Mania in, Mania in the double main event, because let's face it, they're going on second to last, mm. I think that match is going to be very good as well. Well, it depends how the crowd's going to feel. Well, I think it, I think at that point they're gonna have to pull a lot out of, out of the hat because let's face it, whether we like it or not, that's gonna probably beat the four and a half mark of the show, yeah. four and a half hour mark. But anyway, and then the women will be after that. But uh, going on, any, uh, Heavy Machinery made their Raw debut. Yes. Uh, in a squash match against the Ascension. Oh, uh, those squash matches. <laughs> Otis Dosevich doing the uh, Caterpillar, the Worm. Uh, it's it's nice to see like this little match kind of shies away from the pretty lady thing two, two weeks ago. Um, so I guess the heavy machinery are going to be on Raw, and yep. that's good because the Raw tag division is terrible. Um, any help is appreciated. Any, um, I would think Lacey Evans is going to go to Raw. Um, Dana Brooke asks EC3 how she how he stays so fit. He proceeds to smile and not answer her. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, I feel like EC3 should go to SmackDown. He though. has to go to SmackDown. I feel like he'd be better suited for SmackDown. Absolutely. Um, and then who else? Uh, Nikki looks like Nikki Cross is staying on Raw. Yeah. Um, Seems like they're all on Raw. 
And there's reports with Lars Sullivan. Apparently, he's already ruined his main roster push. Yeah. A few weeks ago, he was scheduled to have a, to start a program with John Cena, and he's supposed to face Cena at, at WrestleMania 35, and he had an anxiety attack. And Which I think, also heard reports saying that that possibly didn't happen, but again, there weren't well, many reports on that. And well, I also heard that Vince is blaming Triple H for it. Well, he was also supposed to show up on SmackDown, and he did and not. He was a no show. And he was a no show. And it's one thing that WWE is a little more understanding now with the whole mental health issues. Even but to after, not show after up. After Marlo uh documentary but you know to not show up reportedly um doesn't look good no does not look good for Lars sullivan no absolutely and you you look at something like an anxiety attack or you know a mental breakdown that you know again like you just said with the mar ronaldo documentary all right that's one thing if you're physically unfit to go out there that's fine we're not going to throw you out there you know mm-hmm. to you know to embarrass yourself or god forbid harm yourself we're not going to do that but to no show a smackdown the next day when you were supposedly okay and went home instead and maybe he wasn't okay but still there was there was no word of where he was going there was no word of why he wasn't there they just found out he went home well there was no communication whatsoever that's what's going to ruin this well, we'll see what happens with Ross sullivan because he's been lurking for a while, and now he's just been like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. But anyway, moving on to, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. of Oh, well, the, the the main event segment. The main event, uh, Sasha and Bailey against Ronda and Natalia. That was great. Yeah. The Even the rambling promo from Ronda was pretty good, and then Sasha just turned into another gear. I Every time I see, we see like little, little, little hints of old heel Sasha from NXT, I get so excited. And that's another match that I'm actually looking really forward to is Sasha and Ronda. Again, same with like Lesnar and Finn. I know like Sasha and Finn are not going to win. Yeah. It sucks. But they but, will put on the best matches. But they'll put night. on great matches. And this is, I mean, and honestly, and this is a match worthy of WrestleMania. Oh, of course. But I was, lis- I was listening to her on uh, Edge and Christian's podcast from last week, and she was saying how, you know, it's a matter of maybe they don't know, or Edge was saying, May, it's a matter of maybe they just don't know how long they're going to have her, so they're trying to get all these matches out for as many as they can. It's possible, you know. Maybe she only signed to a one-year deal, and she's maybe she's unsure of what she's going to do. Yeah, because there's rumors that she's going to jump ship. Yeah, well, not jump ship to AEW, but maybe just be done with wrestling. Are we talking about Ronda or Sasha? I'm talking about Ronda. Oh, I was talking about Sasha. Oh, those are stupid. That's that's clickbait crap. How the revival saying, "Oh, we're going to be great. We're where we go," and she wants a gift saying, "Take me with you." Sasha Banks <laughs> isn't going anywhere. She's going nowhere. She's staying in WWE. And anybody who thinks that. Come on. Well, you're right on the Ronda thing, definitely, because, again, she might have signed a one-year deal. She might be done with it after that. It might have been one of those things that she wanted to give a shot. She's always wanted to do it. Now that she's done it, she's she's the champion. She's been the champion since August. She's undefeated. She'll probably lose that title at well, WrestleMania. She, well, she's never been pinned or submitted, but her and Natty did lose the match on Raw. Okay. Where uh, Natty tapped out to the bank statement. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's never been pinned. No, she's never been pinned or submitted, but... Right now, she technically she's no longer undefeated ah. because they lost the tag match. But oh, they'll turn that around. Yeah, they will. But still, that's the loophole of how they can be like, oh, yeah, she's she's still never been pinned or submitted. Like Ziggler and McIntyre have lost tag matches, but McIntyre never lost and got pinned up until recently. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, I would say that's another match I'm looking very forward to. I um, think those two matches will be the best of the night. The women's title match and the universal title match. I think mm-hmm. they're going to be great. I say the Raw women's title match. And backtracking a little bit from Raw, McIntyre and Rollins had another great match. Mm-hmm. 
those two are two of the favorites to win the Men's Royal Rumble. I, I you could look at those two as the final two. I would say so. Maybe maybe like Seth and McIntyre, Seth McIntyre, Joe, and maybe Randy Orton. Yeah, as the final four, and then leave throw a veteran in there in the final four, and then maybe leave it down to like Joe and Rollins. Maybe we have SmackDown versus Raw. Maybe. Um, then speaking of SmackDown, moving on. Uh, SmackDown, we had. Uh, Samoa Joe kind of built around as one of the favorites to win the Rumble. Oh, he's going to dominate the Royal Rumble. And that was great that he was kind of built around the entire show. He had a decent match with Mustafa Ali, which he won. Earlier in the show, we had Becky Lynch and Asuka. Becky Lynch kind of called out Asuka, and then she just off mic yelled it, screamed at her in, in Japanese. Charlotte came out saying how she's going to win the Rumble and that she's going to have possibly a four choices. Sasha, who she's beaten over and over and over again. Ronda, remind us. Ronda, who she's left laying. Asuka, who she beat at WrestleMania last year, and Becky, who's the easiest choice, who she who she she will beat again. Um, So again, and Charlotte has really been the one woman to have won to to win the Royal Rumble. It looks like it's going to be her. Um, And then Asuka and Becky brawled and out out in the (laughs) in the front into the crowd, and then they brawled again in the backstage area. We had a Miz-Cesaro match, which uh, end- after the match ended with Shane trying to get involved with Sheamus and Cesaro, and then Sheamus just broke Did you see the slow-mo him. kick? No, I just... Oh, it was so bad. They broke-kicked Shane right in the face. No, literally, you see so the slow-mo camp. Did you ever see the picture of Wade Barrett taking the bro-kick? No. Okay, well, it basically, he literally, his boot was right over his eye and his mouth. Like, it looked terrible. Like, like Seamus really kicked, kicked the crap out uh, of him. Oh, he literally, like, he could have a concussion. Probably not, but it, it might as well at that point. But anyway, I, I laughed. That was so great. Because the less Shane McMahon I see, the better. Well, you're going to see him a lot on Sunday. Yeah. Anyway, um, the main event was a, uh, we also, we had a uh, moderation, uh, like a face-to-face with Vince McMahon moderating between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan refused to get in the ring because he said baby boomers like Vince McMahon have ruined this world, and he's not the people's champion. He's the planet's champion. <laughs> um, he, again, the new Daniel Bryan, nothing short of amazing. AJ Styles comes out. Uh, pr- uh, they eventually brawl where Bryan runs into the ring. Styles about to hit a phenomenal forearm on Bryan. And then he pushes Vince in the way as a human shield. So that's another match I'm looking forward to because they had a great match at TLC. Yeah. I mean, these, I mean, again, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, two of the best wrestlers in the world. They're not going to disappoint. Do you expect the loser of that match, it's probably going to be AJ, do you expect the loser to be in the Royal Rumble match? No. I, I don't think so. I mean, that would be. I mean, that, that's a thing. Like, if you lose a championship match, I think that should be a thing, you know. Because I expect Becky's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I would ex- not nah, not Finn. He's going to get his ass kicked. Um, but I was I would maybe expect Sasha just so they maybe. Can, just so they can fill in spots. Yeah, well, I, that's what I would think too. I would expect both Becky and Sasha to. <sighs> but be But I don't know about Finn and AJ. I don't know. No, nah, Finn's going to die, so he probably won't be in it. Don't say Finn's going to die. Uh, anyway. I would expect... Well, the reason I ask that is because I expect the WWE title match to be before the Men's Royal Rumble. I expect... Yeah. Well, and we say the Men's Royal Rumble is going to be an event, but I expect Brock and Finn to go on second to last, so I don't think Finn's going to be in it. 
Yeah, it depends how the placement of the card is left. Right. Um, and then, you know, Samoa Joe interrupted the another great match between Andrade Almas and Rey Mysterio and attacking them both, saying that he's going to win the Royal Rumble. And then a wild Randy Orton appeared out of nowhere, giving him an RKO, <laughs> which, one, I didn't realize Randy Orton was gone. I didn't realize that either. He took a few Two, Apparently he's a baby face again. I don't know if he's a baby face. I just think he's making because, his case. I mean, because he was throwing up and he was... He was just throwing he up was, the three. That's he, all. He was jo- oh, yeah, that too. He was enjoying the crowd adulation. I, I don't know. I think you have to wait for next week to find out what he really is. Because you're not... I, maybe you have to wait till Sunday. Yeah, well, maybe. I didn't get enough last night to realize what he was. I don't know if we're going to get enough Sunday. To realize what he is, because maybe we'll yeah, maybe we'll have to watch. I think we'll have TV to watch on Tuesday to figure it out to see if he's where his character's going. Right, but the way, but you bring up a good point because the big rumor and it's apparently already been filled in that it's going to be AJ and Randy at Mania. Does that mean AJ is going to be a full on heel, or are we going to have a face to face encounter? I would say Orton would be better suited as the heel because they've done this already with Orton as the face and AJ as the heel. Like, yeah, like two years ago, so it's better that we uh, flip the roles. I don't, and, I, and I don't know if that's going to be for the title either. That's rumored that that was the match that they wanted to do for the title. Mm-hmm. But then they, they had AJ drop the title. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> had AJ drop the title to uh Well, you bring up, a good, you bring up another I mean, good point Brian. there. And to follow up your point there, you know, you have Randy Orton and SmackDown yesterday. He's holding up the three. No, only one other person in history has won the Rumble three Steve times. Austin. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, we bring up the rumor that right now it's, and I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's supposedly reported that Shawn Michaels is going to face Daniel Bryan. Haven't realized, you know, we don't have yeah, the confirmation. I, I, that's I, I the don't, title. I anymore. don't think that's going to happen. I do not think that's going to happen because but, that was a one-time reported thing. And apparently the 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 money deal the, was the, the new The new site that reported it is not very accurate. Okay. So I would not, I doubt that Michael's going to face Brian. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either, but again, my whole, my whole point with that is right. The, the rumor, at least a little while ago, was that was going to be for the title. I wouldn't sleep on that just yet. I so would. Especially I would. If, if Randy does win the Rumble, which I don't think he's going to, but again, weird things have happened on the Royal Rumble, so... We will see. We will absolutely see. Um, before we get into the predictions, why don't we talk about TakeOver Phoenix a little bit? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get our thoughts on it, then we'll hit the predictions. We'll do Phoenix first. We'll do the Royal Rumble right after. So We can also talk about uh, <laughs> NXT cameo slash call-ups in the Rumble. Yeah, so actually, why don't we do that first? So, in your mind, CJ, we have two Royal Rumble matches, obviously, mm-hmm. women's and men's. Who do you expect, and we'll do them both at the same time, who do you expect in general to see in the Royal Rumble match? Well, I, both of them. I expect to see Alistair Black because it's been reported for a while that they want him to come up to the main roster around this time. Apparently, want to debut him in the Royal Rumble, and a, and the rumored brand that he would go to is SmackDown. Um, very good because I feel like Alistair Black has done everything he can in NXT. He's been there for like almost two years. Really, the only thing left is to have the rematch with Champa, and that's it. Yeah, that's about it. And the thing is, if they want to finish the gargano Champa story with Gargano finally winning the title, I mean, I don't think Black needs to win it again. No. Honestly. I mean, and then what's he going to do after? I mean, the only thing he the only thing he really hasn't done is face Ricochet. That's the only match he really hasn't, hasn't done. Right. Maybe he does that in, um, for Brooklyn Five, if they don't call him up. But I expect to see Aleister Black in the Rumble. Uh, I expect to see Velveteen Dream in the Rumble. I don't think he's going to get called up, but I do expect him to be in the match. So you expect him to get called up um, night or two after Mania? Uh, 
Yeah, I or is feel, it going to be one of those Adam Cole things where he just showed up and then went back to NXT? I think it's going to be the Adam, like the cameo, like Adam Cole and Almas did last year, right. for the Rumble for Dream. But he'll probably get called. Well, up. what I'm saying is he stays down there for another year, like Adam Cole did, because Almas got called up after Mania. No, I think it's going to be like Almas. Or SummerSlam. I think I think Dream's going to get called up after Mania. Okay, did he get called up after Mania? Or was that SummerSlam for Almas? Oh no, it was Mania. I'm it sorry. was Mania. Right, because they've been promoting it for weeks before that. Um, it was in the shakeup that he got called. That's up. right. That's right. My mistake. Um, okay, so yeah, so I'm I'm thinking Velveteen Dream as well. I'm thinking Aleister Black. I'm going to throw one out there for you. I think Ricochet is going to be in the Royal Rumble. That'd be cool. That'd be amazing. Another guy who wants to be in the Rumble, said it himself on Edge Christian's podcast, is Matt Riddle. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, that'd be interesting, but for a guy that just debuted in NXT, I don't know if they'd be ready to put him up there just yet. Um, not, you know, saying that he doesn't have the talent and shouldn't be in the Royal Rumble. I'm just saying I don't think they would go to that just yet. Maybe Pete Dunne? Pete Dunne, I think, is a big one that could possibly be in it. Um thinking of other guys. I don't think we're going to see Champ or Gargano in it, even though I think both of them... No, I don't think we're going to see them either. I don't think we're going to see them because I think, you know, you look at uh, you look at Johnny and, you know, you look at Tommaso. Number one, Tommaso's getting called up after Mania. I think there's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, he's going to get called up. I still don't think he's going to be in the Rumble, even though Andrade, who was the NXT champion last year at the time, was in the Royal Rumble. I don't think we're going to see Champ in it. Same with Gargano, and I'm not trying to spoil any more picks, Jesus. Um, but I don't think he's going to be in it either. I mean, but I think if some of those names, like Black, Dream, uh, Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne, you know, have like four, four, three or four guys from NXT have a, get, a, get a good rub. Do you expect Adam Cole to go back in it? Nah, he did it last year. I don't expect him to go in it. All right. It'll be uh, interesting. It definitely will be. For the women, um, I think we'll see I think we'll see Shayna Baszler. I was literally just gonna say that I agree. Because uh she wasn't in it last year. But I think And we'll her call up's coming. I mean after Mania, I think she's getting called up for sure. I think so. Uh I think we'll see Rhea Ripley. Okay. And Tony Storm. You know, I love to see Tony Storm in the Rumble. I think Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley will be in there because I think their feud is going to continue for the NXT UK Women's Championship, and there'll be a standoff, and then that'll be a way that Michael Cole can promote NXT UK for the uh, casual viewers yeah. to watch. Uh, and then you got, I think, we'll almost s- something like Shades of Takeover Blackpool sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see. Uh, <coughs> it's unlikely, but I would just love to see it as Candice LeRae. I would love to see Candice LeRae in the Rumble, um, and then, uh, Bianca Belair. Okay. Because uh, so you're gonna have champion and challenger the night before both in the Royal Rumble. Well, one or the other. Okay. I'm saying it's a possible. I think Shayna Baszler is more likely gonna be in the in the Rumble more than Baszler. Right. I'm. So, I mean, Shayna Baszler over Baszler. Shayna Baszler over Bianca Belair. Okay. I think Baszler is more likely to be in the Rumble, but I would just say Bianca Belair would be cool. Uh, or Io Shirai maybe. Dakota Kai, unfortunately, no, because she's going to be out for a while. She got injured at a house show. Mm-hmm. Another one I love. I, I would love to see her in the match, too. But, yeah, I would say if I had to make picks, um, Jana Baszler, Candice LeRae, uh, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm. Okay. Now, we talk also about other surprise entrants. We talked about this off mic. When you look at the Women's Royal Rumble to 30 spots, they don't have 30 women on the roster. So nope. you're going to fill that up with NXT superstars. What legends do you expect to be in the Rumble this year? Um... I expect Michelle McCool and Layla, because there was a thing a while ago that maybe they'll be. It's possible they could bring them in for that elimination chamber match for the tag, which would be awesome the tag titles, right? Uh, Lita and Trish Stratus, no doubt, obvious ones. Um, no AJ Lee, 
No, definitely. <laughs> I, I would lose my mind if AJ Lee showed, showed up in the Rumble. I would lose my mind. That'd be awesome. It's if never going to happen. I don't think so. Um, maybe we'll see uh, Candice Michelle, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Um, Nobody would be complaining. No. <laughs> um, but like I expect to see a lot of the women we saw last year. Yeah. You, know, you know, I mean, it's again they're gonna call a lot of these women back to fill spots. Yeah. So eventually they're gonna need to boost up their roster and have more women on the roster so that we don't expect surprise entrance all the time and we only get like a few. So that would be cool to see. Right. Um, but. I, I figured Michelle McCool and I figured Trish Stratus and Lita are probably obvious ones. Because they're, I think they're all going to be in that storyline because I told you before that yeah, Bailey, Bailey and Sasha are the favorite to win that chamber and the likely challengers at Mania are Trish and Lita. Yeah, I think so. So they'll probably be involved in that chamber match too um, when it's all said and done. Uh, for the men, obviously there's not many spots to fill with Legends, but anybody you see coming back. It could be anybody, honestly. It literally could be anybody. Like, you just go through like the... WWE alumni right now. I mean, you could put. Uh, Want to put Chris Jericho in there? He's just on the alumni page. No thanks. Uh, I mean, we you could put um, Tommy Dreamer. Right. Tommy Dreamer could go in there. He's been in there a few times. Um, maybe Road Dog. He's with the company. Um, get Devon Dudley. I don't know. I mean, he I'm, works I'm, as a producer. I'm, think, I'm thinking of like <laughs> very low. Uh, <laughs> Very low down the card, right? Uh, of uh, alumni. Another guy I just thought of uh, for uh, the the men's rumble, uh, NXT really uh, is uh, Travis Banks. Travis Banks. Okay, that just works. just me personally because I'm a big Travis Banks fan. Okay. So I'm looking at alumni right now. Uh, maybe Dave Batista. Oh, that, you know that that they, would be they, interesting. They still want to use him. Apparently they still for a want big him match. And there's a there's a slim chance that Triple H could be ready for Mania. And I brought this point up on a podcast a few weeks ago. If they plan to do that match, luckily Triple H is back on TV where they can at least promote it down the line. Hornswoggle. If they feel he's ready. Yeah, Hornswoggle. <laughs> and if they feel Triple H is ready for WrestleMania, at least they could do all the promotion beforehand because he's back on TV now. Yeah, they could. And true. And, and Avengers Endgame is going to be out around the same time yeah. as Mania. So that's definitely something that WWE is going to want to get on the bandwagon with because oh, if there's any movie franchise is making the most money right now it's it's Marvel yeah uh, we could see looking through here maybe see a Scott Steiner a big Papa Pump appearance you're never gonna see that again <laughs> uh, Tajiri I'm looking, maybe I'm looking through here Tajiri's worked with the company with the Cruiserweight Classics so yeah there, there's a possibility of that I would actually love to see Tajiri back I'd love to see Scott Steiner back that'd be when Hellfreeze is over X-Pac yeah Maybe Xbox get a Kurt Angle. I just oh, thought of Kurt Angle. Oh my Angle. God, you're right. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be. Kurt in the Angle can make an appearance. He'll probably be in the Rumble. He'll probably eliminate Baron Corbin because that story's not over yet. Or Drew McIntyre. Yeah, one of them. Do you think there's a chance that Kurt would face Drew at Mania? Uh, Give Drew that huge match and possibly a huge win. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I almost feel though if they did the match again, Kurt would go over the second time. And that's not the place to do it against Drew McIntyre either. No, I know. I really... But it, it's still... It could set up a good match, though. I mean, the match they had on Raw, uh, you know, a few months ago was great. Yeah. Really put Drew over, and, and he beat Kurt with his own finisher. Yeah. Two of his finishers. Mm -hmm. Um 
So yeah, I, my God, how did we not come up with Kurt Angle five minutes ago? I just, he's without question going to be in that Royal Rumble. Of, I just thought of him right now. He's literally, if he's not in that Royal Rumble, I'm going to be surprised. I really am. Because again, he, he has a story with Baron Corbin that's not finished. Mm -hmm. He definitely has one with Drew McIntyre that's not finished. So it's probably finished. more likely that Corbin's going to face Angle at Mania. I would think so. If they're gonna if they're gonna give Angle a win against at Mania, it can't be against Drew McIntyre. It's got to be against Baron Corbin. Maybe, They've already buried him enough. Maybe uh, just miss Mark Henry. Maybe. Yeah, man, maybe. Godfather. I, I love when Godfather made his appearance. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I think it was like 2014, 2015. Yeah. He showed up with his hose. He, he's getting his vest off, his hat, gets his chains, glasses, walks up to the ring, gets eliminated. He's like, eh, whatever. I made my money. And they, he, they also he leaves. Uh, they also announced, and, and nothing to do with the Royal Rumble, but with the match itself, that the commentary team for the men's match is going to be Michael Cole, JBL, and Jerry Lawler. That's John O'Clock. <laughs> So, I heard that the other day. Why don't we get into the predictions now, CJ? We've yeah. gotten everything out of the way. I think, I think so. We'll start with TakeOver Phoenix. We had our fun. Let's get serious. Yeah. NXT TakeOver Phoenix this Saturday night. Uh, again, a very good card to look at. We'll start, obviously, you know, from the bottom up. We'll go Matt Riddle, Cassis Ono. Who do you got in that match and why? Matt Riddle. Yeah. Um, they, they This feud has been building up for a while, and I'm really enjoying it. But I think that uh, Matt Riddle is going to get the big win on like his it's his first proper match on a Takeover. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's and Ono I think is just there to put guys over. Uh, but Matt Riddle for sure. Sure, absolutely. I'm not even going to go anything else after that. The NXT North American Championship Ricochet the champion Johnny Gargano the challenger. Who do you got? One. Uh, this could be match of the night, but I'm going to go with Ricochet. Okay. Uh, again, just because I think that they're going to continue the Gargano Champa storyline down the line, you know, and Gargano will take the title from. Champa at Brooklyn Five. That's just what I think. I'm gonna go Johnny Gargano. Are you? I'm, I'm, oh, gonna, wow. I'm gonna take him to win the championship. I think they're gonna do something with both championships. I don't think they're gonna unify them for that long. But I definitely think when you go into Brooklyn Five, I think they're gonna feature both championships in the main event. Um, or they're possibly just not gonna do the storyline at all. But either way, I think Johnny is due for a big win like this. Um, I was a little disappointed that he didn't have the win over Alistair Black. I think he needed that more um, at Takeover War Games too i think this is johnny's time to get a big win like this and again they might do the storyline they might not but either way i think johnny gargano wins the north american title on sunday that's true i mean they could also i mean gargano could also drop it back to ricochet he on, could. on tv taping if they don't want to do it but anyway i'm not going to change my pick i'm sticking with ricochet and again I'm, I'm just trying to be different with you at all but at the same that's time fine. at the same time we can't be the same on these things we can't be the same on these things and it's not a guarantee the champ and gargano are going to do this storyline again it's just us kind of thinking that's that very there's true. a chance that they'll do this that's again. just what we would like them to that's do. that's what we would like them to do as of right now it looks unlikely that they're going to do that anyway we'll the, see the nxt tag team championships undisputed era versus the war raiders who do you got one this is the one where I've been going back and forth, back and forth, like because it could go either way. Yeah. Because right now, and it's not gonna happen, but Adam Cole doesn't have a match. I thought he'd face maybe like Velveteen Dream or something because he's not doing anything either. So I assume that all four members of the Undisputed Era will be in there. Maybe they'll do like a switch and like oh Strong will step out and and Fish will come in or Riley yeah, will step out and Fish oh, will come just, in. Oh, just like we're gonna just, do this. Like, cause kind of like what um. Uh, what's Sanity, Sanity, Sanity did, did against AOP. Or take over three. Yeah, I'm, this is the one where it's like really confusing because I, I can see the titles dropping and going to War Raiders because it's been building for a while. But at the same time, I can also see Undisputed Era like cheating to win. Flip a coin. And getting the better of War Raiders. But I honest, I'm going to go with Undisputed Era because I think they'll hold on to the tag titles for just a little while longer and then maybe they'll drop them to War Raiders. Um at like Brooklyn Five or something because 
I honestly think there's going to be like shenanigans. I think uh, Fish and, and Cole are going to get involved so they can help keep the titles. I'm going to go with the War Raiders here. Um, and not that I think that the Undisputed Era won't get the tag titles back. I think they are building up for an Undisputed Era 2019. I think at some point Adam Cole is going to be the NXT World Champion. I think you look at Bobby Fish to be the North American Champion. And they're going to have all the gold at some point in 2019. But like you said, they've been building this up for a while. War Raiders can easily drop the titles at, at Brooklyn Five or whatever the one or whatever the one that's going to be. Uh, Money in the Bank weekend. I don't know what town that is. Actually. I don't either. Anyway, they could drop them then, but I think Undisputed Era is setting themselves up for a fantastic 2019, but at the same time, they've held it for a while. It's the War Raiders time. Like you said, they've been building up for a while. I'll take the War Raiders to be the new NXT Tag Team Champions on on Saturday. We'll see. Let's see. Let's go with the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler, the champion. Bianca Belair, the challenger. Who do you got and why? Uh, Baszler. Uh, again, I just don't think she's going to drop the title just yet. Um, I'm glad Bianca Belair is finally getting a takeover match. She absolutely deserves it. She's been a standout since the, the first Mae Young Classic using her uh, her her long uh, hair extension as a whip. <laughs> That's just so great, and I'm looking forward to that. That's the one thing in the match I'm looking forward to is the hair whip, literal hair whip <laughs> on Shayna Baszler. <laughs> but... Um, I think Baszler's going to retain, and she's probably not going to drop the title to Brooklyn. I'll agree with you on that. I had Baszler on that. Obviously, I think the help with the four horsewomen, or the three of the four horsewomen, they get involved in this match as well. Bianca Belair, I think she puts up a good fight, but again, like you said, Baszler unlikely to drop until Brooklyn 5. She'll get called up after that. That's how I think we plan on this story. I'll agree with you, and I'll take Baszler as well. Mm -hmm. Finally, the main event, the NXT Championship. Tommaso Ciampa, the champion. Aleister Black, the challenger. The rematch of this past summer. Who do you got in one? Uh, Ciampa. Uh, again, I think Champa's just going to hang on to the title until about Brooklyn 5. Still think he's going to face Gargano. Or Gargano Gargano's finally going to win. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, and I think Alistair Black's going to get called up after let, this weekend. Let me give you a follow-up on that. Is Johnny Gargano involved in the main event or not? Uh, maybe. I, I can't be too sure about that. It's possible that maybe Gargano might help uh, Champa win. I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to say the same thing. Tommaso Ciampa wins. I think he gets Gargano's help in the match because, you know, you look at a guy like Aleister Black and Johnny Gargano. Johnny's still a thorn in that side with Aleister Black. Definitely think there's a chance, especially if Johnny walks out the North American champion. If we have a heel DIY with the singles gold, they kind of put that down the line, and then all of a sudden, how we think it might happen, the trap maybe doesn't get set at Phoenix. But there's still two months away before Brooklyn 5, so there's plenty of time to do it. But I will take Champa to retain the NXT Championship on Saturday and set up, at some point, the final encounter with Johnny Gargano at Brooklyn 5. Long-term storytelling at its best. Exactly. Now, why don't we go to the Royal Rumble? So there's a lot to talk about with this Royal Rumble. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of matches at this Royal Rumble. I'm not going to lie. Guard is, guard is pretty stacked. I, I actually didn't think they would have the women's championships because of last year and how long it was. But then again, here we are. Why don't we go with the uh, the kickoff show first, the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy, Kalisto, Tozawa, and Hideo Itami for the Cruiserweight Championship. Who do you got, Juan? Buddy Murphy. Uh, just again, he's Mr. 205 Live. He's hanging on to that title forever. Yep. <laughs> I won't go with the same thing. Not much really to talk about there. I think he's holding on to that for a while, or at least until WrestleMania. I, I do think this is going to be a great match, though. I mean, uh, <coughs> Tazawa and, and Hideo Itami are great. Kalista's great, too. But I've the one guy who's probably going to be the standout, well, the two guys are probably going to be Murphy and Itami. Even though they're both heels, I would just love to see those two go at it. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Why don't we go to the second match on the kickoff show, the United States Championship. Rusev, the champion, and Shinsuke Nakamura, the challenger. Who do you got what? It's kickoff, too? Yeah, it's, it says kickoff on oh, here. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's not getting... It's not getting... It's not getting much uh, build, so... Not yeah, uh, Rusev, yeah, you know... I agree, Rusev. Rusev, that's not much else. Rusev Day. Yes, Rusev Day. Uh, Shinsuke, all, all Elite Wrestling, sooner sooner rather than later. Sure. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships, The Bar versus The Miz and Shane McMahon. Who do you got one? The Bar. Please, The Bar. I'm going with my heart and hopefully my head here. The Bar. Because I just think this is going to set up a match between Miz and Shane at Mania. Please, for the love of God, don't put a championship on Shane McMahon. We don't need it. We do not need it. You ready for this? Miz and Shane McMahon are going over. I hate it's you. Go it's going to happen. I hate you. You know it's going to happen. No. It is going to happen. The Miz and Shane are going to win the tag belts. Oh, Christ. Now, I do believe you, though. I do think this is going to set up a match at some point, but I think they need the belts to do it. I definitely think... Don't get me wrong. This is not going to be a six-month title reign. This might be a six-minute title reign. I definitely think there's a possibility they drop these belts Tuesday night. They drop them at the chamber, back to the bar. But I definitely think to at least somehow get this rivalry started or, you know... Because put it this way, the Miz has been trying to get Shane McMahon to, <coughs> to tag with him all this time now. They're finally friends. They're finally on the same page. The one thing left for them to do is to win the tag team championships. Now, they're going to drop them quickly, but I think when it comes to Sunday night, I have the Miz and Shane McMahon winning the tag team championships, which will should put Corey Graves in the hospital. I'm just not a big fan of elevating a singles feud while using the tag team titles. Well, they did it with AJ and Chris Jericho. The only difference was they never won the tag belts, but they had a tag title. But that's what I mean. That. I don't like when they do that. No, and I agree with you. I don't think Vince cares what you like. No, he doesn't. He didn't, I just don't <laughs> think he... He doesn't get tag team wrestling. He's never been a big proponent of tag You're team right wrestling. You're right on that. But I, I do think they're going to use the tag belts to promote that match. So I'll take the Miz and Shane McMahon in that match. Right. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka the champion. The man. Becky Lynch. The challenger. Who do you got one? Asuka. Yeah. I think she's going to hold on to that title for a while. And I think Becky will go into the Rumble. I agree with you 100% on both of those. I think Asuka holds on to this at least until WrestleMania or a little after. Becky will be in that Royal Rumble match with Charlotte. And we'll get to that prediction later. The Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey, the champion. Sasha Banks, the challenger. Possible match of the night candidate. Who do you got what? I'm Ronda. You know, obvious reasons. What they want to do in Mania. They want to set up a triple threat between Becky, her, and uh, Charlotte. Uh, going to be a great match. Um, happy for Sasha Banks. She's getting a big profile match on Big Four pay-per-view. Yeah. Because she deserves it, and she's not been booked well at all in the past year. Right. But I'm excited for this one. I agree with you, Ronda, but I do think Sasha gives Ronda probably the best match of her career. And, and, and I'm not saying that Ronda's a bad wrestler. I'm not. And we've said multiple times on this podcast that she's getting better and better every single day. But I do think that this match on Sunday night is going to be the best one of her career. I think it could be better than the one that she's going to have at WrestleMania, whether that be the triple threat or with Charlotte or Becky, it doesn't matter. I would, I would agree with you. It's probably I be think, her best. I think this one will be the best one because you mentioned earlier in the podcast how Sasha has these heel-like NXT tendencies to come out on the main roster. You are going to see that 10 times fold on Sunday night. And I, want, I want to see NXT take over Brooklyn <laughs> and, and uh, NXT take over... Was it respect? Respect with, with the, with the Iron, Iron Woman match. Iron Woman match. Yes. Yeah, I want to see that. Sasha you're gonna, Banks. I think you're going to see that. I want Sasha, that Banks Sasha Banks this Sunday. I think you're going to see that Sasha Banks on Sunday. That's why I think it's going to be a great match. But Ronda's going to go over in the end. Like sees a little girl in a Ronda T-shirt, like 
just like takes her bow or something. And it's really gonna suck it. when she wins the tag belts next month. I, Bailey, <laughs> are we just gonna pretend that it didn't happen? Yeah, damn it. Yeah, they, they she can't do that. But she I wanted to act like a heel. She can act like a heel, but she cannot do the whole uh, Izzy stuff that she did at Respect. That's never gonna work if she wins the tag belts next week or next month, I should say. But yeah, I have Ronda going over in that match, the WWE Championship match. Daniel Bryan, the champion. AJ Styles, the challenger. Who do you got one? This one is a little more challenging, <laughs> depending on with Brian's con uh, AJ's contract. I'm gonna go with Brian because I think they want to set up Cena and him at Mania. Which I would not be opposed. I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan to retain. I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan as well. Again, I do agree with you. I think this match goes either way. It's a little tougher to predict uh, with AJ's contract, with the rumor mill of who's supposed to win the Rumble, who's gonna face AJ, who's gonna face Daniel Bryan. We don't know, but I think really my gut is telling me that AJ is not resigned yet, which I'm pretty sure. Um, that WrestleMania could really be the end of the road for him. He could possibly jump ship. Um, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan on this. I do think, and I agree with you, and I would love for them to do Cena Daniel Bryan again. I thought the first time was very good at SummerSlam 2013. I think this time could be just as good. Um, whether Cena wins the 17 title or not that night, I'm not going to say it now. That's the thing. I mean, it's going to happen at some point. Oh, it's going to happen. He's going to break Ric Flair's fake record of 16-time world champion. Vince doesn't care if it's his last match. He's going to break the record. I, and that, that's honestly, with his Hollywood schedule getting that more, be busier and busier, I just see that happening. Yep. Like, he can hold on to the title for, like, maybe, like, a couple of weeks. And then he'll just be like, just drop it on a SmackDown back to Brian, or yep. I'll have you drop it to AJ or whoever. And then that way Cena can go off and do the things he needs to do after Mania for his Hollywood career. Absolutely. But for sure, I, I just think that Cena, that's going to happen. I agree. It's going to happen. <laughs> Let's go with the Universal Championship match. Brock Lesnar, the champion, Jesus. Finn Balor, the challenger. I know you've said this before, but I have to ask you, for, so we have it on record for predictions. Who do you got and why? And will the Demon show up Sunday or not? Just need it on record. Brock, because he's not going to drop the title. Hopefully he doesn't drop the title until Mania. And the Demon, no. I said this already. No, Demon's not going to show up. It would be awesome if he did, but he's not going to show up. I will go with Brock, and I will say yes to the Demon. Here's why. Jesus. I get what you're saying, that Vince wants to protect the character, this and that. And again, kayfabe makes all the sense in the world, and that's what I'm going with here. The only way Finn's got a shot in this match, kayfabe-wise, is if the Demon shows up. So you think Brock's going to win, the Demon shows up, and then Brock beats the Demon, and he gets nuclear heat? Yes. Yeah, jeez. Sets up the heat for WrestleMania. But, and I also, and I know they're setting up possibly Finn and The Undertaker, which we kind of forgot to talk about. But, and I know they're setting up Demon Balor versus The Undertaker, and Demon Balor likely to go over in that match. Honestly, I think if you did that, I really don't think the Royal Rumble matters as much. But I do think that they need Demon Balor in this match to actually... Then, then you need Demon Balor to look strong, and he Demon Balor can't afford a loss. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I think he shows up. Because Demon Balor has lost before. Yeah, on NXT TV. Yeah. But on main... But Actually, on NXT pay-per-view. Well, that's what I mean. The thing is, like, Vince doesn't really care about the NXT, what they've done in NXT prior. Sure, he's lost once to Samoa Joe before, but most people don't... A lot, there's still a bunch of people who don't watch NXT, and Vince is sure as hell doesn't watch NXT. Except for, the, apparently, the UK TakeOver. Whatever. Yeah, uh, a lot of people can. But lie. for the majority, he's not gonna. He doesn't watch NXT all the time. Fair enough. But anyway, we'll just have to see what happens. The women's Royal Rumble match. I'm gonna set it up for you. Who wins, and why? You know, 
I originally thought Charlotte would win. And they're building around Charlotte to win. But that makes it too obvious. I'm going with Becky Lynch. See? And see, now I'm getting in your head. And I'm going to pick Charlotte. <laughs> Which last episode, you said Becky, I said Charlotte. Now we're now we switched. Now we switched. No, I just, I just think that I still think you can still do the thing where maybe Charlotte will challenge Becky and then Charlotte will beat her. That sets up the triple threat. You could do that, yeah. But that, and maybe the opposite happens. But you know, you have Becky, I have Charlotte, pretty much for all the same reasons. We know that match is going to be a triple threat with Ronda Rousey. They set it up a month ago. It's yeah, going to happen. It's going to happen. It's really just a matter of which one of these women wins the Royal Rumble and how the other one gets involved. But if I'm going with my gut feeling here, I'm taking Charlotte to walk out the winner of the Rumble. Becky, she's okay. the man. One of them is going to win that. That's a guarantee. Mm -hmm. The Men's Royal Rumble. CJ, who wins and what? Seth. Freaking Rollins, because he is being billed back as the man. Even though I just said Becky Lynch the man, but he he they is he's, he's Monday Night Rollins. He's been proving that for the past like two years. Seth Rollins, you know, he was putting on the best matches on on Raw last year. I mean, he had the longest record. Of being in a match on Monday Night Raw history. Remember that gauntlet match they had before Elimination that Chamber? That gauntlet match was that, two hours long. That was the first two hours of Raw, that gauntlet and match. And he was in it for an hour. Mm-hmm. So. And in that match, he beat Roman, Cena. Cena. I think that's it. Roman and Cena. Roman and Cena. But he, the first two, he, Roman he, and John he Cena. beat Roman and Cena. So Rollins, I think, is for sure going to win the Rumble. He, uh, and he, I, again, I just think it's going to be him because with Roman gone they're going to use him as the top baby face. Why would you say Roman is gone? I have Roman. No, I'm kidding. I'll take <laughs> Seth as well. Um, and like you said, and yes, there are rumors of Roman being at the Rumble. Shut up. It's not happening. Um, I will take Seth Rollins to win the Rumble just like you for a lot of the same reasons. I think he's been the workhorse of Monday Night Raw for the last two years. He has earned this. And, you know, unfortunate circumstances with Roman now being out uh, mm -hmm. due to medical reasons. Uh, unfortunate for him, lucky for Seth. Now they've realized Seth is the man. It's his time. He's got the best chance to give Brock the best match at WrestleMania. I think that's what we're in for. Um, and again, you know, you just look at a guy like Seth Rollins. He's won money in the bank. He's been the world champion. He's been a U.S. champ, intercontinental champ, tag team champ. What is the one thing he's never done? Win the Royal Rumble. I think and the we, Universal Championship. And the Universal Championship. I think we get part one of that on Sunday. I think we get part two at WrestleMania 35 in the Meadowlands. I got Seth Rollins winning the Men's Royal Rumble. All right. So that'll do it for this edition of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. Great stuff today, CJ, as always. Vigorating stuff. V vigorating, indeed. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll review NXT TakeOver Phoenix. We'll review the Royal Rumble. We'll get into more AEW stuff, Ring of Honor, New Japan, how it all comes out. If it's happening, we'll talk about it. The fallout of Royal Rumble, the fallout of NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Who will be joining the main roster? Will we have some NXT call-ups? Yes. We'll have to wait and see on Monday and, and Tuesday. Absolutely. So for Sean McChesney. And CJ Palmasano. We'll see you next time.